0: Thanks for listening to the LifePoint Church Podcast. Visit us online at lifepointcentral.com. Well, good morning. It's good to see you all. I know I said that a moment ago, but it, it is good to see you this morning. And uh, How many have ever noticed that whatever you are mindful of seems to be what directs your life? Or guides your life, or whatever's most on your mind, or in your thinking, or your feeling, it—it it seems to be what leads us and directs our life. And I, I was thinking about some of those those things. And so, um, have you ever noticed that we can get real focused on just failure? And what does failure usually do when we're so focused on failure? It reproduces what. Y'all out there, it failure, right? How about some of these other ones? Sometimes we get so obsessed with our insecurities that we move in the direction of insecure decisions. Or sometimes we get really, really hostage to our worries. And what happens? Worry, 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 doubt, 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 produces more what? Fear. Next thing you know, we are captive to our doubt, bound to our fear, handcuffed to things like Fear. Um, sometimes we get really obsessed, and, and we, we, we get sort of, I guess, handcuffed to the wounds in our life, and our life keeps moving in those directions, and we make choice after choice and decision after decision based on some of those feelings and those thoughts. And uh, Have you ever found that a lot of times you just seem really, really tuned into the negative instead of the positive? Or sometimes we can be so sin-conscious... That we continue to struggle with certain areas of our life. And it got me to thinking and it got me to wondering, what if you and I were more mindful of God's goodness than we were our badness? Or or more mindful of the goodness of God than our failures or our mistakes or our doubt or our wounds or our hurts or our failures or our our, our fear? What if we really could be more and more mindful of just the goodness of God? I do believe that's how God wants us to live, more and more mindful of his goodness. So I want you to el- elbow somebody and say, this is about to get good up in here. So last weekend, I started a series, and the series was entitled Finding Favor. Everyone say favor. Love to teach on the favor of God, so this whole series is about the favor of God. And so let me read you our text that we used last weekend, this is, some, this is from Proverbs chapter 3, and it says, my child, any children of God in here? So he's talking to us, my child, never forget the things I've taught you, store my commands in your heart. If you do, you're going to live what? Many years. How I many know there's correlation between the word of God being the path for your life and how long you live? Not just how long you live, how well you live and your life will be what? Satisfying. Now, you can live a long life and not be really satisfied, or you can live a long, satisfying life. The Bible says that's your choice. Choose what? Choose life. Verse three, never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep in your heart. Look at verse four, and then you will find favor with God and with people, and you'll earn a good reputation. King Solomon is reminding us here in this, in this passage of scripture that when we root ourselves into the commandments of God, then guess what happens? We find favor with God and we find favor with man. The word for favor right here really means to be graced or, be, or to be given grace or to be gracious. So we will find grace. So last weekend we started this series. Our title was Uh, favor changes everything. And we said this, that when you seek God, you will what? You'll find him when you seek God. Seek means with all of your heart and mind, when your mind and your heart are focused on God, guess what? When you seek him, you're going to find him. When you find God, you're going to discover favor. Now, don't make me come down there. Y'all awake this morning? When you find God, one thing that you find is the favor of God. And when you find the favor of God, it ignites faith in your life. So let, let me define favor for you. Favor uh, can mean a few different things. So if we say favor or the fog, walking in the favor of God, you ever gone outside in the morning and just be covered, it's just fog everywhere, you can't hardly see? God wants you to walk in his goodness. So what is the favor of God? The favor of God is when a superior Takes a liking to an inferior and does for them what they cannot do for themselves without expecting any payment in return. It's the unmerited, unearned, and undeserved goodness or grace of God. That's what the, the favor of God is. It is a supernatural manifestation of God's generosity and his goodness toward those of us who don't deserve it and cannot repay him for it. Are y'all getting this? It's a gift. The word grace means gift. It's a gift of God done in the past, still producing results for you and I today. Listen to this. It means to be approved, endorsed, supported, given advantage, privileged, and to treat with high regard the goodness of God, the generosity of God, the favor of God, the grace of God is how God manifests his promises in our lives because we don't deserve it. But he's good, amen? He's a good God. Now when I talk about the favor of God, I'm not just talking about some tool to get God to do things for you. I am trying to, to um, stir you up to believe that God is good and he wants good things in your life. That doesn't mean there won't ever be challenges. It does mean he'll champion you through those challenges. But when the grace of God, when you get a a, a, a revelation of the goodness and the grace of God in your life, there will be an expectancy for God's best in your life, and we won't have to live failure-minded, sin-conscious, but we'll live goodness-minded, favor-minded. Amen. Amen. Y'all got that? So that's where we're going in this series, and the Bible said, when you root yourself into the commands of God, guess what? You will find favor with God, and you'll find favor with God. Man. And so we started this series last week. Uh, I want to build off of this thought today that when you seek God, you find Him. When you find God, you discover favor. And when you discover favor, it ignites faith in your life. I want to build on that thought of faith being ignited in our life for favor. And to start us off this morning, I want to invite my friend Jay out here. Everybody say, What's up, Jay? Um, some of you might see Jay, some of you may not see Jay. he's usually behind the scenes uh, with a camera. and so last weekend I just we, we had someone share a favor story with you. and, and since it's our, our theme this year is, is uh, the glory of God, then it's a glory story or a favor story. And so I asked Jay if he would um, do a little, a little I won't bite come up here with me. Um, we'll do a, a little mini interview with me about an area that God favored um, in, in his life and and Jay and his wife Kim have been around here for a while, and, and I know that Jay has a strong belief in just God's favor uh, in his uh, career and, and on his personal life. And so he started sharing with, with us that him and his wife Kim uh, desired uh, this, um, I don't know if you call it a vacation home or a, what do you call it?
1: Yeah, it's a vacation home, passive income, we rent it, things like that, so.
0: Vacation home, income. A cabin, right? Yeah, it's a cabin. A, a cabin. Okay. So um, here's my first question for Jay. Jay, how did um, God's favor, uh, tell us about that desire, and then how, how did the favor of God manifest that desire for you guys?
1: Well, at the beginning of the year, we're very goal-oriented, so we wrote down some goals, and one of our goals that I wrote down was to own one of these cabins within two years. And uh, talked to Kim. We had wanted to buy one forever, but we had never really made that move to start saying, okay, this is the year, or we're going to have it in a couple of years. So, you know, we started doing that. Um, I got the okay from my wife that that was a good idea. <laughs> and uh, Good answer. So we started looking. Um, we, we were actually at a, in the parking lot at a WVU game, and uh, we saw a lot for sale. And we're like, okay, this is cool. This is what we think God wants us to buy this lot, and then we'll build our own cabin on it, and it'll be cheaper. Well, we bought the lot, and then we talked to builders and found out that it was not cheaper. Um, and I really kind of got a little bit discouraged on that because I'm, I'm thinking, okay, our goal was still two years, so, okay, we're two months into the year, and we've already bought this lot. Um, and, and at one point, I really felt that God said, hey, you wanted a cabin. Why'd you buy a lot? Um, so that's, you know, but I said, okay, God, it's your plan. This, you're, everything's going to work out. So, uh, We started looking at cabins again, even though we own a lot, (laughs) and uh, we found this one. It was a fixer-upper, and I'm like, hey, I'm a fixer-upper kind of guy. Um, Called the realtor. The realtor called me the next day and said, hey, go online, look at this cabin. And I'm like, yeah, that's really, really nice. It costs more than the house I live in now. And I'm like, there is no way we can do that. And he goes, well, I'm getting ready to relist it and the owners want to sell it, they're knocking $110,000 off the price, which made it cheaper than what we could build the ca- our cabin mm. for. And it happens to be the, one of the three nicest cabins in the resort at Black Bear up at uh, Davis. Mm. So we made an offer. We own a cabin. So... <laughs>
0: So I know you, when you were telling us the story, you were excited, and, and we're like, man, that, that, that's God's favor right there. But how, how did um, you stay favor-minded through the process? Because, I mean, that, that was like the 30-second story, but yeah. I'm sure there, I know there were twists and turns. And... Yeah,
1: it was, it was just knowing that in, in Matthew it says, ask and you and shall be given. And uh, my wife is, is just kept saying, it's going to work out, it's going to work out. And I'm a microwave kind of guy. So if we say, hey, let's do this, like I want it already done like <laughs> yesterday. So, you know, we really had to be grounded and say, okay, God, it's, 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 you know, we made an offer. We hadn't talked to a bank, anything like that. I called my bank. I'm like, hey, we're buying a cabin. I need some money. They're like, yeah, sure. So uh, it just things lined up and, and there were a couple of twists. Our home inspector was in a, of all things, a train wreck. Um, and he wasn't able to inspect it the day that it was supposed to be inspected. Um, thank God he wasn't hurt, but uh, he was stuck, and he came back, and inspected it. Everything went well. Um, it appraised it way less than what it was, what we were buying it for. Um, so much that the bank called the real estate agent and said, "Hey, what's going on here? Why is this? You know, what's the deal?" Um, but we just stayed focused on what our goal was, and that was to own a cabin, and and uh, so. What did you do with your... You still have your property, or did you... No, we still have the lot, okay. so um, we're trying to sell the lot. So if um, anybody wants a lot. Yeah, anybody wants a lot. Cut them a good deal. <laughs> but also, you know, I know that God, God does things exceedingly uh, above everything, so um, we asked for the goal to be two years. We owned this thing in two months, so, you know, we're thinking maybe God's going to give us another cabin, and we'll have two to rent out, so, you know, it's, it's always looking at the positive things, so so one reason
0: i want you to hear that story because um god does favor our needs but god also favors our wants and and, and our desires and how would you encourage somebody uh just kind of what you guys went through and saw and believed for and sometimes it happens that fast and sometimes it doesn't but how would you encourage someone to just trust god with his favor not just for like
1: you know the day-to-day needs but just some even some of the wants in your life well if you believe the bible and I think probably everybody in this room does. In Matthew 7, 7, it says, ask and it shall be given. End of story. So mm-hmm. ask for it. Put your faith into it. And don't beg. You don't have to remind God, hey, God, remember I said I wanted this. Hey, you know, I really need this. Please, God. Just say, God, this is what I want. And then just pray like you already have it. Whether it's a healing, whether it's a property, whether it's, you know, emotional things, whether it's a, a marriage or whatever. Just mm-hmm. Ask for them one time. It's not like mom and dad where you have to keep asking and asking and hoping they break. Um, it's you ask God what you want, tell Him what you want, and then just sit back and wait for Him to provide because He always does.
0: Mm. I appreciate Jay sharing with us because um, when I asked him, I said, "Hey, would you, you know, be interested in just sharing?" In an interview, just to encourage everyone, and he was like, "Oh, absolutely!" He he was right on it, and so um, thank you for sharing thank that today. And we're going to trust that uh, God favors the rest of that situation. And, uh, you know, last week I said, if you've had some God favor stories uh, recently, send those into us so we can use them because it, en- it encourages each other. And so this morning I want to talk about how you and I become more favor minded, how we become more favor minded. And I was, I was thinking about this story. This, this happened recently. I didn't ask my wife if I could share this, but um, can I share this? Okay, i want to share this. So uh, a couple weekends ago was our um, anniversary, so we, we went away and, and did some shopping while we were away, and she saw these, these kicks um, at, at Champs Sports Store, um, and they, they were really fresh. Uh, they had these leopard print on them, right, these pumas, and she's like, I love those. They were, they were real thick, and I'm like, those are cool. So she, so she bought them, brought them home, and you know how it is when you get some, some new kicks, right? You, you wait for the right moment to break them out. Right, ladies? Yes. Guys, you just, I know, you just wear them whenever. But, but so we were going somewhere, and she's like, I'm going to wear my new shoes. And she opens the box, and there was one shoe in the box. <laughs> she, was, she was like, oh, I mean, her face, you would have thought someone stole $100 from her. She was, she was taken back. And uh, so we went ahead and left for where we had to go. She only had one shoe on, like, the whole time we were there. I'm just kidding, no. So she, she, she couldn't wear her shoes. And so we're on our way there. And I said, well, call the mall before they close. It was a Sunday. And so she calls and she gets the the uh, assistant manager on the phone. And, and he's telling she's telling him, I bought these shoes there on Thursday. This was a Sunday. And she's like, I only got home with one shoe. He said, like, well, just bring it in. We'll give you the other one shoes. But I live like two hours from there. I can't just... I'm there. And so th- what I assumed would be stick the other shoe in a box and put it in the mail just couldn't happen for some ridiculous reason. So I- I'm, I'm frustrated for her and I'm like, give me the phone. I'll just put it in the box, tape the box, write the address. You know, I'm thinking, how hard can this be? Uh, but apparently there was no way that this could happen. So uh, he said, just take it back to this store. Well, we, we don't have that store in our area, and we were trying to explain. And so I told her, I said, well, I'll drive you back sometime. And she's like, this is just the craziest thing. So a couple of days went by, and I said, you just call him back. Maybe you'll get someone else in the store. So she calls back. It's the same person. And he says, oh, yeah, I found your shoe. Well, you would think, once again, now we've got the shoe. Put it in a box. <laughs> Put it in the mail. That, that For some reason, that couldn't happen. So I'm like, just call the corporate office. So she calls the corporate office, and you would think customer service would just be like, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna contact the store. And we'll tell them to. We went through one person who um, was zero help. So we're like, can we have a supervisor? We get a supervisor on the phone, and there was like a million reasons why they couldn't put a label on a box and put it in the mail. And I remember thinking. Oh, I just want to drive up to that store, put it in a box for them, put the tape on it. Because, you know, some situations really give us an opportunity. And my wife, all of a sudden, she goes, you know what? She says, I'm just going to speak God's favor over this situation. I'm like, well, that's probably a better idea than mine. So we'll go with that one. <laughs> and so she goes through this whole thing. And then she asks for the manager. And she goes, just a moment. Then they hang up the phone on her. But the last thing they said was, this is what they'll have to do. So she just calls back to the store so calm. She prayed favor. And she said, um, well, really, I think this is what they say you need to do if you do ABC. And he's like, oh, yeah, I can do that. Boom, boom. She had it in two days. Now, the point to me telling you that story, you should have worn them today. That would have been a great illustration. But the, the point to that story is I, I was starting to get frustrated and something just on the inside, she says, you know what, I'm just going to settle into God's favor on this. And God's favor just went to work. And I'm so glad she was favor-minded because, like I said, her solution was much more less violent than mine was going to be. <laughs> but how many times in our lives, you know, God doesn't just care about the needs, as we found out, but he doesn't just care about the massive things, but sometimes it could be the shoe that they forgot to stick in your Shoebox. So we need to become more and more just favor-minded. And favor isn't just you getting God to do something for you. It's just living in an understanding of the fact that God's advantage and God's preference actually moves on your behalf. Amen? Amen. 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 So let's go to, this is going to be good this morning for just a few moments here. Let's go all the way back. Let's go to the beginning of the Bible in, in the book of Genesis And my wife says this all the time, and you may have heard her say this. She says that um, she's God's favorite. And someone came up in line last week after service was over and said, "Uh, I just want you to know I'm God's favorite. (laughs) And she's not saying that arrogantly. It's just an understanding to know that I live in God's favor. And I, I have made a statement before and I'm gonna say it again, and I will explain this over the next few moments. God loves everyone the same, but He favors people differently. And I'm gonna prove that to you. He favors us differently, but He loves us all the same. Y'all ready to find out why and how? Genesis chapter four Adam made love to his wife Eve. Bunky, bunky, wow, wow. It's right there in the Bible. And she became pregnant, and she gave birth to Cain. And she said, with the help of the Lord, apparently not Adam, but with the help of the Lord, she brought forth what? A man. (laughs) Later, she gave birth to his brother, Abel. Now, Abel kept flocks, and Cain worked the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering. In verse 4, and Abel also brought an offering, but he brought the fat portions from some of the firstborn of the flock. The Lord looked with with favor on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was angry, and his face, his face was downcast. And we know as the story unfolds, Cain actually murders Abel. So right here in an early passage of the Bible, we have Adam and Eve's two firstborn male sons. And Cain brought God an offering, but Abel brought a firstborn or a better offering. It just says Cain brought an offering from some of his toils, but Abel brought the firstborn, the first fruits, and the Bible says that God took and looked at, looked on Abel's offering with what favor, but not Cain's. Now, wait a minute. Does that seem a little unjust or a little unfair? So, what was the difference? Well, fast forward to Hebrews chapter eleven and look at verse four. Look what it says. It answers that question for us. Faith moved Abel to choose a more acceptable sacrifice to offer God than his brother Cain. And God declared him righteous because of his offering of what? Faith. By his faith, Abel still speaks these instructions to us today, although he's been long gone and he is long dead. What was the difference of why and where and how God favored them, the Bible tells us it was by what? Faith. Cain gave some type of offering, obviously without some type of faith, but Abel gave of the firstborn out of faith. So when I say to you that God loves us all the same but he favors us differently, he doesn't favor us differently based on our past or our skin color or our careers or our education. It's based solely on faith. So God loves us the same, but he honors us differently or favors us differently because of our faith in his favor. So here's my question or my statement to start us off this morning. Here it is. This is You can write this down. You have favor, but do you have faith? According to Scripture... We are favored. When you became a believer, you came into the favor of God. You went from an enemy to favor. So you are favored, but do you have faith? You have favor, but do you have faith? God loves us the same, but he does favor us differently, and he favors us differently according to our what? Our faith. So let's make some life points. Here's the first one. How do we become more favor-minded? Life point number one, we become more confident In the favor of God. You and I become more confident in the favor of God. You say, how do we become more confident in the favor of God? Faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing and hearing what the Bible has to say. And if you seek God, you find him. When you find him, you find what favor? When you find favor, it ignites faith. How do we become more confident in the favor of God? We become more confident in the favor of God when we get revelation about the favor of God. I think I told you this, that I never heard about the favor of God. And in 1991, I started working. It wasn't this church at the time, but it was in this building. I was in a little back office. I didn't have anything to do. And I found a book on favor and a box of cassette tapes. Y'all remember cassettes, right? I found a box of cassettes on leadership by John Maxwell. And that's what I spent my time doing until they finally gave me something to do. And I started realizing, you know what? That God's actually for us. Because you ever wonder why do we often expect the worst? Because we're living our lives by experience and fake news instead of living it by every word that came out of the mouth of God. For every problem in the world, there's a promise from God. For every problem, there's a yeah but from God. Things are bad, yeah but, there's the favor of God. Things are bad, but yeah but, there's the goodness of God. Aren't you glad you got a yeah but? And it's so important what you and I believe because it it sets our anticipation or it, it sets our expectancy. Because, see, you and I are born with a negative default. If we don't keep hearing and hearing the truth, and part of the truth is that God is a good God and he is a God of goodness. And he actually enjoys pouring his favor and goodness on his kids. But if we don't keep hearing and hearing and hearing that, our default is back to expecting negative to live in doubt, to live in the negative, to expect the worst. Have you ever been around someone who just expects the worst? And you share something good that happens, oh yeah, but. But I knew someone had this, and this is what happened. Hey, check out my new car. Oh yeah, but, boy, that gas is going to get you. That gas price is going to get you. It's always, it's always negative. That's just not the world. That's a lot of Believers. Not in this room, but there are some believers that act that way, right? Are y'all awake this morning? Don't make me come down there. But we have this tendency because of this default in our life to believe the worst. But confidence means I am, firm, I am fully persuaded and I'm fully convicted of something. I want you to hear, study, know about the favor of God so much that you're confident in it. You have a conviction of it. You are fully persuaded that God is a good God. He is a God of grace. And in spite of me, God is good. We need to become more confident in the favor of God. Before you can get up and tell a story about how God did this and God did that, we have to become confident. Our story last weekend about someone purchasing a new home, our story this morning about a vacation home, all that is because they were favor-minded, not just because they lucked into something. Let me give you a couple of things to be confident in. I think we have a slide on this. Become confident in this, that God is actually for you. He is not against you. Now, life may have stacked some things against you, but it matters not anymore when you realize God is what? For you. Everybody say this. I believe that God is for me. Now, we're going to do that again, but we're going, to, we're going to say it like you believe it. Because you're like, r, r, r. no, we're going to say it like, let's say it, ready? I believe, I believe. little old me, little old me <laughs> believes, believes that God is for, me, is for me, and he is not against me. If you are a believer, you have come into fellowship with God. You have come into connection with God. He's for you. I'm talking about becoming favor-minded here. Not sin-minded, not failure-minded, but favor-minded. And it's believing, hey, God's for me. God's for my family. God's for my situation. God's for my career. God's for my marriage. God's for my health. God's for my blessing. God is for me. And if God be for you, doesn't matter what or who, that might arise itself against little old you. So God's for you. Here's the second thing that would be good for you to be confident in, that your goodness is not a prerequisite for the goodness of God. You, everybody ought to be like, "woo" on that one. Your goodness is not a prerequisite for the goodness of God. If it would, then that means sometimes God's good and sometimes God's not. But your goodness is not a prerequisite for the goodness of God. Because the Bible says your goodness is actually like filthy rags compared to the goodness of God. But the goodness, or your goodness, aren't you glad that your goodness isn't a prerequisite for the goodness of God? Because you might have a a good week. You might stretch it out like a week and a half, but chances are you're going to have a point where you're not so good. I'll give you 10 days. (laughs) You're going to have a bad attitude, say something foolish, do something irrational. But what happens when you and I do blow it? What immediate voice do we hear? Well, God going to get you. How can you believe in favor because you, you, you thought something or you said something or you had a bad attitude or you had a fuss with your spouse? And that little, that's called condemnation. And the Bible said, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Because once again, it's not based on your performance. It's based on the performance of Jesus on the cross. And how about this one? God can and wants to do for you what you cannot do for yourself. God loves to do for you what you can't do for yourself. Come on, we're talking about getting favor-minded here. Favor-minded in a way that we're confident in the favor of God. That is what God said and what God said is true. And what God said is what he wants to do. It not only is true, but it is what he wants to do. So we've got to keep hearing about the favor of God. That's why I said, I I can't believe it's been about four years since we actually talked directly on that topic. I mean, we mentioned it a lot. But we need to become confident in the favor of God. I I would give you a homework assignment, find you some favor scriptures, and work on this in your heart and work on this in your life and work on this in your theology. That we could get confident, fully persuaded, and fully convicted, God's good. And God actually wants to favor me. God wants me to walk in his favor. And here's what happens when you understand that. It starts to eliminate some stuff in your life. You want to know what it eliminates? Fate, luck, and chance. Did you hear that? When you get confident of the favor of God, what does it eliminate? Fate, luck, and chance. Fate, Luck and chance. Well, you know, just my luck. Well, it eliminates that. Well, fate, this must have been fate. No, you live not by fate or luck or chance. You live by the favor of God. Well, we've all thought that, well, do you know, that's just my luck, just how my family rolls. It's just our luck. Well, no, you're favored. You're not lucky. And, 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 and you don't thrive because the planets happen to align at a certain moment, at a certain time, and you stumbled into the wrong place at the, wrong, at the right time, and something just by chance worked out for you. That's ridiculous. Because <laughs> if that's true, you have got to be in the right place at the right time, all the time, thinking right, doing right, and being right. You can't do it. I know you're all that, but you ain't all that. It's not chance. It's not fate. Well, I guess this is fate. No, if it's not what God said, it's not fate. It's subject to change. Well, this is just fate. My whole family, they've had this disease and that disease. They've all been broke. I'm just going to say, it's just fate. It's just how our family. No, well, you're in a different family now. You have a different DNA now. You have some different genes in you. You've been regenerated. What's the, what's the core of that word gene? You've got some different genes in you. You've got some re-genes in you than what you used to have in you. So, you just need to become more confident in the favor of God. Say, how do I do that? You keep hearing it and you just keep saying yes, yes, yes. Well, my opinion, I don't want your opinion. You just say yes to what he said. Now, that's not an excuse to just live however you want. But I'm saying that your goodness is not the prerequisite. If it was, what could God do in your life? Probably not much. Become more confident in the favor. We're talking about how do we become more favor-minded. You ready for the second life point? Here it goes. So we become more confident in the favor of God. Number two, we start confessing the favor of God. We confess. We start confessing the favor of God. Romans, Romans chapter 10. Is, I don't have this on the screen. But it says this, um, with our heart, we believe. Make sense? With our heart, we believe. And what do we do with our mouth? We confess what we believe. With our heart, we believe. So I'm getting confident. I'm believing what God said. But your mouth has to do something. Your mouth has to agree. Your mouth either disagrees or it agrees with the fact that you're the favorite of God. If we sat down and we had a conversation and I asked you something political, you would have a belief in your heart and your mouth would tell me and you would not have any problem. And that's your right. But why don't we back off that when it comes to the things of God? I believe this so much, I'm going to confess it. Um, it, it, uh, it probably isn't full belief until it gets in your heart and comes out of your mouth. So what we believe in our heart, we proclaim from our lips. Here's what the word confession means. It means I forecast forecast by saying the same thing as. I forecast something by saying the same thing as. If you believe in fate, guess what you're going to talk out of your mouth? Well, that's just fate. If you believe in luck, well, if I'm lucky, or by chance, if the good Lord's willing... Well, if it's in his word, he's willing. (laughs) Confession means I forecast. I say, you need to say what God said about your money, your time, your family, your emotions, your thoughts, your opportunities, your vacation homes, your house, your kids. Are you all hearing this? If we really believe in the favor of God, we need to start practicing just declaring the favor of God. Come on, you used to be really good at declaring sickness, disease, broke. I'm so broke, I can't even pay attention. We said things like this. What is that? You're forecasting. You are forecasting sickness, disease, pain, disbelief, wounds, hurt, luck, fate, chance. How about we declare what God said? I'm telling you, this, this, is, this is how we get favor minded. Faith comes by what? Have you ever heard yourself? As soon as you get audible, you can hear you, right? Faith doesn't come by reading something. Faith doesn't just come by you hearing me. Faith comes when you hear you say what God says. Let me read you a scripture. Job 22, verse 28. Look at this verse, y'all. You shall also decide... See, you need to to decide if you believe in the favor of God or not. You need to to decide if God is good. You need to decide what you believe about that. You shall also decide and decree a thing. You can't just say, I believe in the favor. You have to decree that. And something happens. It shall be established for you. In the light of what? What? The favor of God. It will shine on all of your ways. Does it shine on your ways because you've decided you believe in it or you want to believe it? No. When you believe and you decree. Y'all get this? Just like my wife stopped, I know it was a silly story. You know, I'm ready to show up at corporate office and be like, put the shoe in the box. And she's like, Lord, we just thank you for favor in this situation. I'm like, we need thank you for favor in <laughs> She got the shoes in two days. I would have had to drive to Pittsburgh to take care of things. But your words either connect you, don't look at me so righteous, your words connect you to favor or they disconnect you from favor. I wrote this down. It's one thing to think it Is a whole other thing to believe it and declare it. What if the difference of favor not happening in that situation in your life or not was because you wouldn't forecast it? What if that was the difference? I believe in favor of God. We'll just see what happens. We won't see what happens until you what? Say what God said. Talk at it. Talk at that financial situation. Talk at that opportunity. Talk at that health thing. Talk when they messed up your shoes in the box. Talk at that thing. Talk at that property. Talk, y'all got a lot to say. I, I hear you. Why not say what God says? I love this. Psalms. This is not on the screen, but it, just, it says something like this. Um, why, why would I fear the future? Because surely... His favor and love will pursue me all the days of my life. Why would I fear who's in the White House? Why would I fear the nonsense on TV? Why would I fear that? Cuz surely the favor of God's going to follow me all the days of my life. Y'all can act foolish, but the favor is going to follow me. Y'all can believe fake news, but the 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 favor is gonna it's, gonna it's gonna follow me, it's gonna follow me and my family. Y'all can be crazy in school, y'all can be crazy on TV, you can all just be crazy, but the favor of God's gonna follow me and my family all the days of my life. I'm like, why would I be in fear? Look at someone and say that was for you. What what are we talking about? God's actually for you, not against you. Your goodness is not a prerequisite for the goodness of God. God can and wants to do for you what you cannot do for yourself. It, it, it is a faith change in our, in, our, in our disposition. It's a faith attitude that we're confident. Y'all can be crazy, but the favor of God's going to follow me and my family. Y'all can live and die by the stock market, but the favor of God. Y'all can still be in fear over COVID, but me and my family... The favor of God's gonna follow us all the days of our life. Come on. So, what are you forecasting? In the middle of a storm that you might be in, what are you forecasting? Are you talking about how the bad the waves are? How bad the problem is? Or how big the promise is? Remember that trust thing I talked about between transparency and triumph? There's trust, trust will keep you from busting. Look at someone and say, this is really good this morning. He has a sermon in him. I, I, I can predict what's going to show up in your life if I just listened. You can predict what's going to happen in your life, what's coming. Why? By what you're forecasting. That's true. Will there be favor in your next situation. Well, what are you forecasting? Will there be favor in your finances? Will there be, there be favor in your marriage? Will there be favor in that home that you're wanting to purchase like this? Will there be favor in your business? Will there? Well, what are you saying? I'm saying what God said. How many know if God said it, it's going to happen? Well, then if you say what God said, it's going to happen. I got I to land this plane. So what have we said? We need to become confident in the fact that God's favor is for you. So confident that we want, we need to just start forecasting it. And then lastly, not only start forecasting it, don't stop confirming the favor of God in your life. Now, here, here, here's where I'm going with this. When you recognize God's favor or... Let me define confirmation for you or confirming. It means you recognize something has happened and you attribute something to it. I recognize that happened and I attribute to it. In other words, when you recognize God's favor, express your gratitude and brag on God. And brag on God. It keeps you mindful and it keeps you expectant of the favor of God. What, what, no, what are we doing? I'm confident in it. I'm going to forecast it. I'm going to declare it. And when I see it happen, I'm going to confirm that was God right there. Actually, I'll give you a little challenge. Start somewhere small and just start practicing this. It's how our mindset. Um, this may sound a little funny, but, but um, we, we used to practice this with um, parking spots. Okay, just stick with me, right? God, I'm believing for a favored parking spot we'd pull into the mall. I'll just let you in on this. If if I didn't see it, like in the first 30 seconds, I'm like, I'm parking. My wife's like, no, go around again. I'm like, (laughs) drive around again. I'm like, come on. I could be in the store and out by now. She's like, no, just go around again. Parking spot opens up. Now, do I really care about, do I really care? Do I really care about, Having a park, it was just starting to practice this, just just to understand the goodness of God. Now I like to park away from people and sort of by the buggy thing. So when I'm done, I just take it right there. But 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 maybe you want to practice that. God, just give me just just I'm look because you're looking for goodness. But here's the difference: when you see the goodness, be like that was God right there. When when something even as little just gets just that that was God. That was God. So look, I got a little list for you. ready? But um, th- these, are, these are shout-worthy statements, so don't be like, oh well, that's pretty good. No, you need to be like, mm, amen, uh-huh, Come, give me some, right? So here, here we go. So wh- when you experience increase in your life, what, 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 do, you, what do you do? You, 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 you identify that was the favor of God. You thank him for it, then you brag on him about it. How about when um, it's not just increase? there's a blessing that you experience. You're going to be, that blessing, that was the favor of God right there in my life. God, I am so grateful. And then you brag on God about it. How about maybe it's not a a blessing, but a promise, just a promise, something that you've been believing for. It happens. What do you do? You identify. That was God right there. I've been believing for that. God, thank you that you're faithful. And you know why God's been faithful to me? Brag on God about it. How about you have a victory in your life? What do you do? That victory, that could have only been God, and I, I'm so grateful, God, that you, you opened that door of victory, and, and I'm gonna brag on you. You know what my God did? My God shut the devil up. That x-ray, they, they, they saw that thing on the x-ray, and, and then it wasn't there no more. Only God can favor those things. Only God can do this. thing. How about this? When you experience a breakthrough, what do you do? That's God right there. I got thank you for that breakthrough. Uh, I've been believing for that. Thank you for that house. Thank you for that cabin. Thank you for um, that, that husband. Thank you for that man you brought my. Thank you for that wife. Thank you for that date. I want to thank you. That's favor right there. Okay. <laughs> how about this? When, when you experience preference from God, how about this one? When you're in the middle of a struggle, wait a minute. You don't have to thank you for the struggle, but you thank thanking God. Thank you that you're in this struggle with me. And, and, and I know you're going to favor me in the middle of the struggle. You're going to favor me in the middle of the storm. You're actually going to favor me in this challenge. I'm going to come out a champion. And, and God, I, 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 I'm so grateful that you're with me in. I don't like this struggle, but I thank you that you're with me in it. And I thank you that you're giving. me. Thank you that two years ago, this struggle would have broke me, but now I'm getting over. I'm champion thinking only God can do that. How about when you, you had a setback and I okay, that's it. I mean, I thought this was work. No, God, I, I know this is a setback, but God, I, I'm going to believe that this setback is just a set up for my comeback. And I'm grateful that you're the God of comebacks because I need a comeback right now. I thank you that you're the God of second chances, third chances. I'm glad you're a God of goodness and you're a God of grace. Or how about this? God, this there's this opportunity before me, and I thank you for the opportunity. And I'm believing for your favor in this opportunity. This isn't by faith, this isn't but this is by favor. And, 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 and I'm grateful that you're a God of favor, and I will I will attribute it to you. See how you're staying mindful? I'm becoming confident. I'm always talking favor, and I'm always thanking God for. It. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 35 for the fountain of life pours into you every time you find me. Every time you find God in a situation, believe for God in a situation, guess what happens? Life pours in your direction. Thank you, God, for the rain. We needed some rain. It's raining in favor. I'm like, what is that noise going on? I thought thought it was a speaker or something. And look what it's, and this is the secret of growing in the delight and the favor of God. Finding life every time you find Him and you recognize Him and you declare Him. I love this. Joe Osteen said this. One touch of favor is worth a lifetime of labor. One touch of favor is worth a lifetime of labor. Can we stand up? for a mo- we're, 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 Here's what we're going to do this morning. We're, we're going to we're gonna make a declaration of favor. While we're making this declaration, I'm gonna ask for our our altar team, our prayer team, to come forward. We're gonna do a song here, and if you have something this morning on your heart and your mind that you are believing for the favor of God to move in, we just want to get in faith with you. We just want to connect with you. We want to. We want to believe with you. That's what we're going to do during this song. So once we do this declaration, if you have something you 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 want someone to get in favor and faith with you, just make your way up here, up front. After we say this declaration, you ready? Repeat after me: I believe, believe, and I declare, I am deeply loved. I am am deep. I am greatly blessed, blessed. and I I am highly favored. I'm growing in favor with god and with man people are looking to bless me they don't even know why and favor will bring me increase restoration recognition unprecedented victory and preference i declare i'm surrounded by the favor of god like a shield He goes before me comes with me follows after me and every time I recognize his favor. I will thank him for it. Amen. If you if you want you have something during this song, make your way up here. We're gonna we're gonna pray. We're gonna get in, in faith over that.